Welcome to Grace Point Church Podcast. We proclaim Christ crucified and uphold him as the only hope for the fallen world. On today's episode, you'll hear from Reverend Harrison Mungai. Reverend Harrison is the lead pastor at Grace Point Church. Good morning and welcome to Christian Living on Fridays. I'm your host on this day, Harrison Mungai. It's my great joy to be dealing with these big questions of theology, of culture, and of politics with you every Friday morning. If there are any questions that are emerging out of this conversation, because we are doing this in a very conversational way, I'd love for you to reach out um, either um, through the church phone number uh, or even on social media or on WhatsApp, um, whichever means that's accessible to you or whichever platform you're watching these on uh, or listening to these on, you're able to perhaps put some comments or even um, uh, set a direct text, whichever way. Uh, so that we are able to answer some of the questions that you might have. Those that would require maybe um, a kind of an answer on a similar podcast post, then we can do that in the future. And those that perhaps might require even more personalized um, response, then we would be able to reach out and share much more as we continue growing in our knowledge and our love for the Lord Jesus Christ. So last Friday we were asking ourselves the big theological question is God knowable? Can we really know God? That's a big question. And we realize that, yes, we can know him because uh, he has revealed himself to us. He has not left us to sort of search and try and uh, um, really crack our heads open to wonder where he is because he has revealed himself. And we notice that there are three primary ways in which he has revealed himself through nature and through scripture, that is the word of God, and also through the person and the work of our Lord Jesus Christ. So last week we looked at, um, we can know God because he's revealed himself through nature. Today we're going to think about, we can know God because he has revealed himself through scripture or through his written word, the word that he has given to us which is a wonderful thing for us to be thinking about that because we um, want to have a lot of confidence in scriptures, in God's revealed word. Uh, If it's not in the Bible, then it's probably not there. And I think that's an important foundation uh, for faith. We are those, um, particularly within Grace Point Church, who have a very high view of scripture. We want to uh, treat its um, accuracy, its uh, inerrancy, Uh, its sufficiency, um, or very highly, that God has revealed himself clearly and sufficiently in the pages of Scripture. And that's why we want to spend a bit of time today to see how has God revealed himself in Scripture. But let me first of all actually get something out of the way. Why would we believe the Bible because it says so? And I know, you know, some people might wonder, you know, why would you have confidence in the Bible? And then, you know, of course, a Christian would answer, of course, the Bible says so. Um, Don't you think then you are asking the Bible to be its own witness and its own authority um, about its own authenticity and reliability? You know, you know, it's like that time when somebody asks you, why should I do that? 
Why should I sweep the room? Well, because I say so. And it sounds very authoritative. It feels like I have no other appeal or no other recourse or anywhere else to go. And I'd love to say that um, God has revealed himself primarily through the pages of scripture and again uses scripture to show us the authority of scripture because there is no higher authority to God. In other words, there is no higher power to cite. Uh, there is no higher um, personality or being higher than God other than how he has spoken to us through his written word. And I think we need to be um, to take this humbly and to actually receive it as his word uh, so that we don't get into a twi twisted circular argument um, and, and, and left without a helpful solution. So God has revealed himself through scripture. He has allowed us to be able to know him through how he has spoken in a language we can understand. And I think it's it's wonderful to think that he has revealed himself in scripture because if, if he had revealed himself in a way that we couldn't understand, that is not using words and, and, and human language, then we would have absolutely no way of ever getting to know him. But he has revealed himself through words that can actually be read and understood, can be translated in different languages, can be spoken because he is a speaking God. And that's a wonderful, wonderful thing. <clears throat> Two sections we are going, we're going to look at today. Psalm 119, verse 89 to 105. And then we are going to look at uh, 2 Peter, chapter 1, from verse 16 to the end. <clears throat> the psalmist writes then and says in Psalm 119, which is a beautiful psalm, really. The entirety of it really talks about the beauty of of God's word. You sing very beautiful poetic language all the way from the beginning to the end. Um, but I'm just going to focus from verse 89 to 105. <clears throat> the psalmist writes, Forever, O Lord, your word is firmly fixed in the heavens. Your faithfulness endures to all generations. You have established the earth and it stands fast. By your appointment, they stand this day, for all things are your servants. If your law had not been my delight, I would have perished in my affliction. I will never forget your precepts, for by them you have given me life. I am yours, save me, for I have sought your precepts. The wicked lie in wait to destroy me, but I consider your testimonies. I have seen a limit to all perfection, but your commandment is exceedingly broad. Oh, how I love your law. It's my meditation all the day. Your commandment makes me wiser than my enemies, for it is ever with me. I have more understanding than all my teachers, for your testimonies are my meditation. I understand more than the aged, for I keep your precepts, says the psalmist. I hold back my feet from every evil way in order to keep your word. I do not turn aside from your rules, for you have taught me. How sweet are your words to my taste, sweeter than honey to my mouth. Through your precepts I get understanding, therefore I hate every false way. Your word is a lamp to my feet and a light 
to my path. I mean, the, the entire psalm is um, what you could call an ode or a poem to the beauty of God's word. There is a lot more that can be said um, around the beauty of God's word. Now, one of the things that um, the psalmist clearly wants to, to show us is that the word of God is beautiful and it is good and it is true, that it is established forever, and that it is also um, the way in which God has established the earth, how God has appointed things to be. I think we can get that also from Genesis chapter 1, where everything is created by the word of God. Also, we would see God say in, in his word that he has exalted, you know, his word above his name, um, which shows us the um, height or the esteem to which the word of God is held. You know, his word is his character. What he speaks happens. What he commands becomes true because his word is an expression of his character. And, and, you know, these are the precious words then that have been passed down to us through centuries of God's faithful word. Let us think in for a moment that God has not left us without a witness, but he has spoken his word. He has continuously spoken um, Together in the Old Testament, we see God speaking through prophets, revealing himself by words to them, and then putting those words down for us, because he is a speaking God. So how can we know him? Well, the only way you can get to know someone is by actually speaking to them and then talking back, or rather responding to the questions that you might ask them. We really want to meet so, so somebody, you know, maybe in, in a wedding uh, or, or in a public event somewhere. You really have to go up to them, shake their hands, introduce yourself, and then take an interest in them. That's how you get to know people. Because they are speaking to you. They're going to say, my name is so-and-so. This is what I do. Or this is where I come from. Or this is how I'm connected with so-and-so. Now, perhaps a common person that you both know because they are speaking, then you get to know them. It's very simple then. God has spoken. Because he has spoken, we go to his word, and we read it, and that's how we know him. He has revealed himself sufficiently and clearly through the pages of this word, of his word. And the striking thing is that actually, these words are sufficient. We are told, the last chapter in the book, um, book of Revelation, that uh, we're not to add onto this. No, we're not to take away from this because it is sufficient. You know, uh, all scripture is given to us, gaining um, 2 Timothy 3 uh, from verse 16. And it's sufficient for the instruction um, so that the man of God is equipped for every good work. So I'd love to say and, and to affirm quite clearly that uh, we are not left without a map or without a clear route back to God. No, we do have a very clear revelation of God himself through his word. And I'd love to say that it is not cryptic. It is not 
complicated. It's not like a code or a puzzle for us to you know to try and, uh, and unpack really. It is clear, it is plain and obvious, which is why we, we don't have to um, to try and crack. Oh yeah, I, I didn't need a revelation on this one. Now it is the prophets who actually wrote these words, and, and you know, and, and the apostles who, who left the, uh, the witness for believers who had revelation. Actually, you and I, as we read the Word of God, what um, what we really need is illumination. What we need is that the light of the Word may be lit in our hearts. The Holy Spirit working in us to illuminate those words. And they come alive for us to be able to see um, God and to actually get to know him. So uh, let me just uh, very quickly then uh, run to, to Peter. It's the second letter of Peter, chapter 1. And I'm going to read from verses 16 to the end. And here we're going to see, you know, what, what Peter really thinks of um, the words that have been given to believers, really. And that is actually the the word of God, and he himself um, being an apostle, he, he speaks of his own experience, really, and gives us like a witness that I was there, and I actually saw it. And he also, in a, in a much broader way, gives us how we are to, or what our attitude ought to be around God's word. Here's what he says in uh, 2 Peter chapter 1, from verse 16. For we did not follow Clevery device meets when we made known to you the power and coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. But we were eyewitnesses of his majesty. For when he received honor and glory from God the Father, and the voice was born to him by the majestic glory, this is my beloved son with whom I am well pleased, we ourselves heard this very voice born from heaven, for we were with him on the holy mountain. And we have the prophetic word more fully confirmed to which you will do well to pay attention as a lamp shining in a dark place until the, do the day dawns and the morning star rises in your hearts. Knowing this first of all, that no prophecy of scripture comes from someone's own interpretation. For no prophecy was ever pronounced by the will of man, but men spoke from God as they were carried along by the Holy Spirit. It's an amazing, amazing capturing here. Because what Peter is doing, one is to give us a stamp or a seal of first heart witness. I was there, you know, on that mountain of transfiguration when the voice declared, this is my beloved son with whom I am well pleased. You know, we ourselves, Peter together with um, John, um, and James and those who are with the Lord on that transfiguration mountain heard this very voice from heaven. They were with him, the Lord Jesus Christ. You, you don't get, you know, more witness, you know, more powerful witness than that. You know, he really wants you to be very sure we were there. We saw his glory, John would later on say, you know, the, the glory of the one and the only. And he says, we have the prophetic word more fully confirmed. That is, the words that have been spoken about, prophesying about the coming of the Lord 
you know, all of the Old Testament texts, then you could say we have it more fully confirmed to which you will do well to pay attention you know, so that you can see it as a lamp shining in a dark place until you get to know who the Lord Jesus Christ truly is. Knowing that no prophecy or scripture, none of these words that we can ever read in the Bible comes from someone's own interpretation. Vire mutu anafikiria. No. Mawazo ya furani wa furani. No. These are not words to be treated that lightly. For no prophecy, says Peter, was ever produced by the will of man. But actually, this man spoke from God as they were carried along by the Holy Spirit. It's not powerful witness of how God revealed himself through human agency, for sure. Men like Peter, who were there on the Transfiguration Mountain, other prophets of the old, as they were carried along by the Spirit. This is not wonderment, you know, ideas, what you might call musings. I have a blog, although I haven't been writing very much on it. And, you know, I've, I've called it after my name. Uh, you, you, you could look it up and, and see. There isn't a lot of, you know, content out there. But I've got a few wonderments in there, what I think about this or the other. And it's, it's a generous, you know, blog on all sorts of subjects. What I think about, even if I see, you know, something on the road, I might just say, okay, let me write a few words about something, musings, ideas. Not so with Scripture. So when we read the words of Jeremiah, these are not idle musings. So Jeremiah is just sitting somewhere on a seat and, yeah, what am I going to write today? Oh, I wonder if I can talk about the flower. No. I wonder if today I can post about traffic. No. No prophecy was ever produced by the will of man, but men spoke from God as they were carried along by the Holy Spirit. That's powerful. God has revealed himself through human agency, but he has spoken very, very clearly and authoritatively in the pages of Scripture, which is why then all believers ought to have a very high view of Scripture, because this is God's word. It's why you hear us say, perhaps after the reading of God's word, that this is the word of the Lord. Because indeed, God has spoken. Let him who has an ear listen to what the Lord is actually saying. Because when we hear, then we understand. And our eyes are opened to this new insight. And we get to know God better. So is God knowable? Yes, he is knowable. How? Because he has revealed himself through his word. And can we trust his word? Peter says, yes, you can trust it. I put a stamp of authority on these words. Because I was there, says Peter. That's the witness of the apostles, which is amazing that he can say these words powerfully. We were there on that. And we saw this majestic glory. We heard the voice. You know, We have the prophetic word more fully confirmed to which you will do well to pay attention. So Peter gives us this stamp of authority. We can trust these words. Is God knowable? Yes, he is, because he has revealed himself in the pages of Scripture fully, clearly, 
authoritatively. We don't need to add anything to it. Indeed, he has revealed himself. Father God, please help us to take your word seriously. To know that they are not idle thoughts, they are not general wonderments on a variety of subjects, but it is indeed your word, your clear word, your instructions, Lord, for the created order that you have um, created again by your word in this world. Please help us not to be casual with the treatment of your word, or actually to take it seriously. For indeed these words were written by men as they were carried along by the Holy Spirit. Help us then to take them seriously and to heed their warnings and instructions and to um, and indeed to know you better and to serve you better. For we ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Uh, do please join me uh, once again next Friday uh, for the uh, final part of this series, Is God Knowable? I look forward to hanging out with you one more time. Thank you and have a good day. Thank you for listening to today's episode of Grace Point Church Podcast. For more information and past episodes, visit our website gracepointchurch.org. Please join us again for a new episode. Goodbye.